Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music. For all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com/newsadfree. That's amazon.com/newsadfree to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be, to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com/results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com/results. Terms and conditions apply. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Marcus Ohl, Fred Van Fleet, Joey Devine, Jeremy Lin, Patrick Three Pete McCaw, Sean Keen. Featuring Patreons, Tony Massenberg. Thank you, Ian Spike. Horatio Yamas. Thank you, Dustin Spencer. Sergio Rodriguez. Thank you, Paul Moses. Musical guest Rush. Yeah, that's right, Rush. And now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock. Joey Divine. Hi, it's me, Joey Divine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock. Uh and we're here on uh it's midnight Friday night mm-hmm. and we have just watched the Golden State Warriors lose the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. And I'm here as always with my co-host Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? Uh, I'm kind of bummed out. Oh yeah, are you? I wasn't like, well, it. I mean, look, like I thought they were gonna lose this game, and mm. then in like the middle of the third quarter, I started to believe that they were gonna win the game, and then immediately, uh, 
Danny Green tore Clay Thompson's ACL. Wait, and... how did Danny Green tear Clay Thompson's ACL? He shoved him in the back. No, he didn't. Come on, man. He was I, trying to get him the whole time, Joey. Dude, I know you were. Wa- I I knew you were going to bring this up, so I watched the replay thirty uh-huh. times. He does not shove him. Like it's he goes for a contest. He hits him in the head, mm-hmm. but he does not. He's a hitman, Joey. He does he not tear him. Clay Thompson's he, ACL. How many? Dude. He already knocked him out of a game. He tore his hamstring. <laughs> you know, you are fucking nuts. I really hope you're not being serious right now. It was a totally yeah, clean play. Think? Do you actually think I'm being serious? <laughs> I'm not gra- sure. I'm trying to get to the Popovich thing. <laughs> do you remember what we did last episode? I do remember what we <laughs> okay, did last episode. That's what I was trying to set up. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just trying to lead up a callback Greg Popovich conspiracy theory. All right. Um. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, Danny Green only knocked Clay Thompson out of one and a half games. <laughs> this finals. Sorry. He was called for a foul on this one. He that, was. That one yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry. He only uh, caused him to miss the end of game two and all of game three of the finals. <laughs> he, he coincidentally uh, was in the area as a person of interest. When Clay Thompson, uh, speaking of people of interest, it's too bad that the uh, the Alameda County sheriffs can't be tracking Danny Green down because they're too busy chasing Masai Ujiri. Yes, Masai Ujiri, uh, they're filing misdemeanor charges <laughs> for bothering a police officer because so apparently after the game ends, uh-huh. Toronto is celebrating their first NBA championship ever with Masai Ujiri. Uh, risk taker great g like like the the culmination of what he's been working for for years his life's work and some piece of shit cop is just like uh i'm gonna need to see some id and he's like i need to get to the court to give an interview (laughs) also like you're you're working this game you have no fucking idea who masai theory is it's not like he's a super anonymous or not um, <laughs> fairly memorable person. Also, um, I watched like that video. There, yeah. <laughs> at no point does it appear that <laughs> Masai Uchiri punches a cop. Come on. <laughs> the guy, like, forgot he was at a basketball game and, and, like, just fell back on, like, his default cop training and was like, oh, black guy hit me. Yeah. <laughs> um anyway, um I guess we should just get straight into talking about the playoffs, right? Yeah, although Joey, I did uh I did I was worried you were going to be too sick to record. Oh, what? I mean, look, Steph Curry did play terrible. I'm not feeling well. I might leave this podcast at any time. Well, so I I I tried out uh I tried out a different co-host. I'm sorry, what? I just, I, I was worried you weren't going to be here. I thought we should have another episode this week. So I, 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 uh, I put together, I tried out another host. Who is it? Is it John Wilms? Uh, it's, uh, it's a three-year-old named Ruby. Um, okay, how'd that go? It's pretty good, robot. Play it. 
the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Peppa Pig, Elmo, Ruby, Curious George, The Cat in the Hat, Sean Keen, Barney the Dinosaur, And now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Ruby! So, how are you doing, Sean? I'm good. Uh, what kind of show is this that we're doing oh, today? Oh. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, what kind of show are we doing today? A Christmas show. Oh, is it Christmas time? Yeah! Santa's coming very soon, so we ought to do a, a, a Christmas show very quick. Oh, okay. And... And some kids are watching us on TV. Got it. Um, what NBA general manager do you think is the most like Santa Claus? Oh, maybe like Santa Claus has a white beard. Oh, okay. So, so maybe more like Greg Popovich. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Um, what do you think LeBron wants for Christmas? Maybe a new, maybe a new stuffed animal. What kind of stuffed animal do you think LeBron would like? Um, maybe a toy, squishy. Oh, a really squishy toy. I think he'd like a squishy toy. Yeah, he likes squishy things. Okay. Um, what do you think? What do you think Kawhi would want for Christmas? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he's probably pretty hard to shop for, huh? Yeah. Um, what do you think Kevin Durant would want for Christmas? I don't know. Now, do you think Steph Curry would like a dollhouse? Oh, um, I don't think so. He's uh, kind of a scary man. He's kind of, Steph Curry's kind of a scary man? Yeah. That's right. Well, your parents are from Cleveland, huh? Yeah. Alright. So, now, we're gonna do... A Christmas show about lights of flash and a Christmas show. Ooh, okay. Do yes. you have any Christmas songs for us? Now our show is over. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Well, that was a nice show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sean. Yes. Question for you. Um... Why was so much of that about Christmas? Um, you know, I I wrote a pretty detailed rundown, but she doesn't know how to read. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're kind of riffing, I guess. Uh, she's pretty. She's pretty into Christmas. She likes the band The Monkees, but only their Christmas album. All right, let's talk about the finals. It's the NBA playoffs. Uh, playoffs. Talk about playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Basketball for humans. We're gonna be championship. Data for robots. Both teams play hard, my man. Both teams played hard. Okay, so that game fucking sucked. <laughs> I mean, it was yeah. I mean, I mean the was, game was amazing. Yeah, it's a really great game. It's um, um it's very 
funny that I spent... I'm going to talk about this from a personal level real quick. I spent all of this season absolutely hating this team, basically. Even through most of the playoffs. And then I rediscovered my love of this team about midway through last game. Uh Uh-huh. Um... And uh, this hurt a lot more than I thought it was going to. <laughs> yeah. Well, because like... I even was saying they were going to lose the entire playoffs. Yeah, you you predicted them losing in the finals. You specifically predicted them losing this game by like a lot of points. Yeah. Too. Um, and that didn't happen. Uh, well, it because was like Clay Thompson. It felt like it should have been happening, but then Clay Thompson kept going insane. Yeah, and you know what? I I think what you're saying is really fair because the Warriors were like uh, very, very kind of joyless this year, but also it was like the regular season so clearly didn't matter. And but then in the playoffs, once they started losing guys, suddenly uh, it it just reminded me of like why we started liking this team that you know, is like so crazy with their backs against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody had to really play. Um, th- there was like that weird, uh, almost like 10-sided, uh, sorry, 20-sided die tossing element of throwing in like the 10th guy on the bench. Like, is Quinn Cook going to make some shots or is it going to be negative 16 in 10 Yeah, minutes? I got a bunch you know? of texts when he put Jarebko in. Like, even my mom sent me like, oh, I don't <laughs> like this lineup. <laughs> and I was like, I don't really care. Like, at that point, I was like, whatever, man. Like, Clay Thompson's yeah. hurt, too. Like... Yeah. Play anybody like something has to happen here. I really I didn't realize he I I have to say when it happened, I did not think that he had hurt his knee that badly. I thought it was hyperextended. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I thought I thought it was like I thought he was definitely out for the finals. But mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't think. Yeah, he tore his ACL. We should probably mention ACL. that. I mean, I don't yeah, know why I, we have to walk people through. Yeah, yeah. Well, Masai hit a cop. Clay tore his ACL. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, just it going going up on a breakaway, uh, just lands awkwardly after his. Uh, dunk. Well, and Greg Greg Popovich put a wet spot on the floor. Mm-hmm. He, he 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 does live in San Francisco. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, they... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. you know, might not be. Da- I might have fucked up the bit by not not being sure if you were. Uh. <laughs> uh, if you were being real about Danny Green, but look, Popovich definitely did not clear up whatever wet spot he landed on that made him uh-huh. twist his knee. <laughs> well, it was he he convinced Steve Kerr that he needed to have uh, a bottle of wine chilling in an ice bucket mm-hmm. cold side. Yeah, it was it was condensation yeah. from Popovich's yeah. ice bucket. He's <laughs> such a smart coach, Joey. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, well, so after that, Clay was clearly very hurt and then returned to take his two free throws. Uh, 
because he would have had to Which go out was of the game insanely <laughs> i've never seen anything like that have you ever seen in a basketball game a guy go to the tunnel like i've seen hurt guys take free throws to make sure they can stay in the game before but i've never cr- seen them go to the locker room and then run and then come back to do it before it just like it it just felt like the the emotions of the game were so high that it just like created a thing that doesn't exist in basketball. <laughs> like it's like yeah, you know when you run to the locker, yeah, it was and like come a back, movie. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was th- like I think that happens in Finding Forrester. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's actually against the rules of basketball, but it is extremely dramatic. <laughs> um, so, um, I I want to I should uh, retract what I said about Steph Curry being bad in this game. Uh, he wasn't bad. He just, it was sort of impossible for him to do anything based on how he was being guarded and the other players on the court. Um, that's true. Um, I would have probably, if I were Steve Kerr, maybe not called as many plays to get him like a three point shot. I mean, you know, but like what I would have done was, um, uh, you know what they still didn't do that entire fourth quarter? Uh, uh, run a high screen pick and roll for him. Yeah. Um, I maybe would have tried that. Um, but you know, yeah, whatever. Well, and uh, then they—that's just never going to happen. And I met, I've come to terms with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like... probably going to happen a billion times next year because it's mm-hmm. going to have to. But uh, yeah, and so the it was Toronto pulled ahead again seemingly for good but the warriors like boogie cousins got a basket Boogie was amazing some free throws it was incredible like like it felt like it was lost and boogie was going to be the savior and then uh and then and then down one point uh they managed to force a turnover yeah on an inbounds pass, which like, was a very it, warriors style turnover oh yeah yeah it <laughs> felt like they did to kevin durant in 2016 uh, no, I meant the other way around. It felt oh, like oh, the kind oh, of turnover oh. the Warriors commit um, in important <laughs> moments of games. Sometimes, <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like that. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm like, not only is that a Warriors quality of this team, I feel like it's eternally been a, a yes. quality of every Warriors. It's team. like it was the building <laughs> did it. Was like, like one like, more time. Let's have it happen to the other team. <laughs> Yeah, like like somehow in game five they got like two over and back violations of the fourth yeah. <laughs> a penalty. It, like you never you don't even see it that much in college basketball. Twice. In two thousand game. In two thousand thirteen, they lost a game oh. essentially because they got a five seconds on an inbound, remember? Yeah. Well also <laughs> it basically ruined your ability to enjoy watching them beat the Nuggets in person. Yeah. Because they kept almost <laughs> fucking up the end of that game, but they all, but they also have this weird when they start playing like super aggressive, crazy defense in those situations. Uh, they force an unusual amount of turnovers too. Yeah, uh, uh, Draymond was incredible tonight, even though he turned the ball over a bunch. Uh, he, he it felt like his spirit was making the game. It was like. Somehow it was Draymond Green versus Kyle Lowry, but not their actual bodies. Mm-hmm. Like their 
their spirit. Yeah, they like were, uh, Chris Claremont X Men comic where yeah, yeah. Uh, Professor X has to fight yeah. someone in in consciousness. <laughs> so so Draymond's stats were really crazy. He eventually scored eleven points. He had nineteen rebounds. He had thirteen assists. And he had eight turnovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also had three steals and a couple of blocks. Did he get a technical called on him at the he very did end? Not okay. Oh, and it wouldn't have. It would. That's not that kind of technical. Well, he. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, it's a team technical. Yeah. Um. I mean, he did get a technical because he called a timeout they didn't have. Right. Right. Um. But it actually wasn't a bad play, though. Uh, it, just... it would have been a. It was not my choice. Um, I would have preferred Quinn Cook had just grabbed uh, Kawhi on a loose ball foul, but sure, it was fine. Um, I mean, it's that is a very... I don't fault everybody for being very confused in that play because how often do you see a rebound... Right. And also, like, four Dad. people were calling timeout. It wasn't just Draymond. I mean, Iguodala was calling for it. I think the bench was, too. Well, I mean, the, the other option was time expiring, though. Yeah. So, I don't know. It felt, uh, like, it felt like taking an intentional penalty in football that hurts you, but uh, otherwise yeah. the game's over, so... Um, but it... That foul it, call at the end, though, fuck those referees... Um, but oh, yeah, that, that, that was so stupid. <laughs> like, well, they waited, so, it was such a long delay, too. Because <laughs> they had to what? figure out how much time to put on the clock, Sean. It, I mean, not, I gotta say, I don't, I, I again do not think it favored or disadvantaged anyone in particular, but. Not, like, wonderful officiating during the finals this year. No, everything was crazy about the finals. It seemed year. like it seemed like a lot of things, like, took too long. They fucked up a jump ball, uh, like, really badly at the beginning of a game. Like, just some stuff where it was kind of like, like, do we need to give the refs more rest? Uh, like, it, are they overloaded? Sean. Yeah. Uh, it was super tight when Quinn Cook stole that jump ball. Um, yeah, that was cool. wouldn't that have happened cool. if the jump ball did exist. <laughs> didn't exist. I'm just saying that that happened, but also a game before that, the opening tip got fucked up. Like that's. Um, congratulations to our oh, yeah. uh, some of our favorite Canadians. I guess we should talk about this from the Raptors standpoint for a little. Yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Because there's there's enough sad Warriors stuff to to go on. But yeah, uh, Katie Heindel, Ra- mm-hmm. Sean Woodley, mm-hmm. um, Spurs fan Will Weldon, yes, <laughs> uh, Sarah McLaughlin, uh, uh, Eugene Levy, mm-hmm. uh, Wall A, yes, um, uh, J E Skeets. Oh yeah, all of all of the starters. Really, no, I don't think they're all Raptors fans. It's just him and Tass, right? And him and Tass. Well, I just think they. I, I bet they're all happy. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about them later. But um, yeah. uh, I bet Matthew other, Perry's pumped. Any other com- Canadians? Yeah, Matthew Perry, sure. Uh, the guys from Sloan. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Neil Young. Um, not Drake. Uh, 
No, not him. <laughs> um, <laughs> not you. Drake's son. Congratulations, Drake's son. Yeah, Adonis. <laughs> Uh, congrats. congratulations to push a t too because uh, i feel like I feel like this still somehow raises his profile people will remember again um congratulations to masai ujiri for again proving once again he has the he's the biggest balls gm in the world mm-hmm. uh traded for traded for Kawhi and one um did the anti danny ainge thing um, yeah and then also took a swing at a cop so that's mm-hmm. tight. <laughs> so tight. It also it also, also feels like he's he is... for sure gonna turn down the Washington Wizards yeah. job. So yeah, so so you literally ninety seconds after the game. I wanna pull up the exact tweet because it was so fu- like it was fucked up enough that the entire finals people were just like, Oh, Kawhi's gonna leave. What's KD gonna do? Oh, is Clay gonna get a max? Like and so uh yeah, 90 seconds after the game ended. Did he delete it? Hold on. No, I don't think so. No, 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 no. Okay, ESPN sources. The Washington Wizards Adrian are... Adrian Woj, Woj oh, Yeah, Woj, Woj. It was a Woj bomb, sorry. Yeah, ESPN sources. The Washington Wizards are preparing to make a prolific offer to Toronto's championship architect, Masai Ujiri, as much as $10 million annually to run its basketball operations. Mm-hmm. So he had that tip for however knows long, and was and just waiting. <laughs> but like, but like, it's not. It's so fucked up. But also, it doesn't seem that strategic. I'm sure he knows what he's doing. But <laughs> I have oh, a feeling. So annoying. I have a feeling. Uh, Adam Silver maybe personally asked him not to tweet any news. During the finals right, is what right. happened. Because I is, think yeah. Silver was maybe afraid that AD was going to get traded mid-game uh-huh. six of the NBA finals. And that's why Woj is like, fine, one minute after <laughs> it <happens. laughs> Like when he's tipping, the, pretending not to tip the picks, but still tipping the picks. Yeah. Um, what, a, what a weird finals, man. And um, we should mention... Uh, what a weird fucking season the Golden State Warriors are going to have next year. Yeah, so, look, I do not think that it has ever happened before. I haven't looked this up. Uh, that a player has, a player has had, uh, one of their players rupture an Achilles tendon and tear an ACL in consecutive games. Mm -hmm. And they're also both Hall of Famers. Mm -hmm. Uh... So Clay, uh-huh. the torn ACL, you gotta guess out till the All Star game break next year, right? Yeah, it's at nine months. I would say uh-huh. basketball. Right and now. KD out for the season. I think that's probably right. Uh-huh. Like there are, I mean, it ranges because, um, well, I mean, the lowest end of it is eight months, which is basically West Matthews. He Mess had it his, so late like, though. What's that? Uh, Katie, it happened to him so late in the season. Oh, yeah. So, yeah no, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying the shortest timeline I've right. ever seen is oh, eight right. months. And Rudy Gay was out for about a little less than a year. But also, um, I don't know why Kevin Durant would come back in April at mm-hmm. that point. So here's my question. And they're both free agents. Let's assume. Let's just assume for a second. 
uh-huh. that they re-sign with the Warriors. Uh-huh. And you are Bob Myers. Right. Um, because obviously the Warriors are going to offer them both their full maxes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's no reason they wouldn't. Um, and you're trying to open a brand new arena. Um, don't forget yeah. about that. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, and and also, I don't. I I do still think they'll come back, even even though these are terrible injuries. Um, I think they're both going to be fine. Um, right, they're both yes. going to come back and be, be very good players. But still. none of them are going. Neither of them are going to come back for the Warriors to um have them for the regular season. Basically, I mean, well, yeah. Um. Right, right, exactly. exactly. So you can't count on them to do anything, to play anything. What would your plan be this summer <laughs> is what I'm going to ask. It's so weird because um, this is the dunk on thing is this is when you uh, you haven't had a high pick for a long time. Mm-hmm. This is when you just you like rehab Steph. Yeah, he tries to like set a record or something like that. You trade Draymond, mm-hmm. and uh, you know do. I mean, I have no idea what the cab situation would be. Maybe you, but but basically, you try to get in the lottery and get like one bonus guy, mm-hmm. bonus young guy, or or you know something to trade or whatever. But whatever you get back, you're reloading for. Steph, KD, and Clay in 2020-21. That is the dunked on answer for sure. But what would you do? I mean, I'm just not... I I just would not be prepared to trade Draymond. Me either. So... I think I would give them the full Kawhi years off. Just give both both of them the years off. Um, Even though the arena's opening. Yeah, fuck it though. But I guess guess that, that is the light years move, right? What if they just kept... Well, I'm not done, though. Oh, okay. And okay. I'm signing Anthony Randolph this summer. Because yeah. he will get those Warriors fans in their fucking seats. Mm-hmm. Leading mm-hmm. scorer on a 14-win team, Anthony Randolph. Well, It's and... what Warriors fans have always wanted, and by Warriors fans, I mean me. <laughs> yeah. Well, couldn't they put together... Could they put together... Like Sean Livingston's expiring contract, mm-hmm. um, is there a way that they can bring Harrison Barnes back for one season? I'm just thinking of all the crowd favorites that could really get butts in the seats. Um, no, but I assume CJ Watson is available. He's definitely available. Sure. <laughs> um, I mean, let let. I mean, they have so many guys in the big three. I kind of feel like you could even have a promotion where the winning big three team gets some open roster spots. Um, but it's it's very weird to think about. But yeah, I think I think they would. I mean, I don't know, because you know what they're actually going to do, though, right? Uh, what do you think? they're gonna We're, do? It's going to be a it's Steph Curry's going to get a. Uh, Russell Westbrook season. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they're oh, actually totally. just going to do. Uh, they, Draymond will score his career high per game next year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he'll like, he'll he'll average something like eight assists or yeah, something. Yeah, and like they'll that. make a run for the sixth seed or whatever. 
Yeah, exactly. They'll still it's still like a playoff team and they'll Well, I don't know about that. It's I mean it you know, it might be. I mean it should it could be. It depends what the rest of the team is. Yeah, I mean I guess I guess it also depends on what the Cuz if it was you know, the what they had out on the floor tonight, I don't know if 82 games that's a playoff team. Uh I mean, it depends on how bad the worst team is, really. Right. Like, this year, the Clippers won 48 games. I don't know if it's a 48. I think I think, I think they would make the playoffs if they wanted to. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it kind of depends on Iguodala, Draymond, Curry, health, basically. Yeah. But, uh, and uh, then, you know, maybe getting some usable players. Um like just minute eaters. Like maybe they could get Rudy Gay or whatever. Well, that I keep thinking. I keep going back to Rudy Gay doing <laughs> And also, um, just for the record, Rudy Gay has always been um a good he player. He destroys the Warriors. And he kills the Warriors. <laughs> uh but also is is like a guy who because he was so good as a high school player, mm-hmm. like see and I mean, look, it it's very Harrison Bards-ish. I'll tell you that right yeah, now. Yeah, you know who else it is? Look, I don't know anything about the draft. Uh-huh. But I do know that R.J. Barrett is also this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Well, no, no. The reason he's the number... Cam Reddish, the same thing. When they rate highly for Kevin Pelton stuff because of how good they were as seniors in high school. And then you look at their stats and you're like, well, he shot 30% from three. Uh his defensive numbers are bad. Like, like objectively, when you look at it, RJ Barrett, it's like, Oh, is this, is this left-handed Andrew Wiggins? Mm-hmm. Did you know his nickname was maple Mamba, Joey? Jesus. Yeah. Not encouraging. So welcome to the Knicks. Well, well keep Nick now. I mean, who knows? It's going to be, this is look, I'm going to be honest. A couple of days ago, uh-huh. I was very much looking forward to uh, taking like two weeks off from basketball. Uh-huh. Um, but I think what happened in this finals, um, we're now getting zero weeks off from basketball. It's just going to be news. There was news 90 seconds after the finals happened. A trade happened after a finals game. I don't uh-huh. know if anyone's taking a vacation this year. No way. It's like they, they moved up the the free agency to an earlier time mm-hmm. just to hit the treadmill, though. Uh, it's. Man, just, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm just, I got bummed out thinking about Clay, man. Uh, he's going to be OK. I know. It's just like he's he he possibly was the best person in the NBA last season in terms of. <laughs> The on the court and off the court things he delivered, the quotes. But Kawhi was wonderful in these playoffs, and I feel like we got to discover so much about him. But uh, Clay was really bringing it all year. Oh, you know what I want to say about tonight's game, actually? Oh, yeah. Uh, fucking Kyle Lowry really shoved the did the thing Steph Curry never fucking does and just shoved it down Twitter's fucking throats in the first three minutes for the people who were like, ha you've clanked oh, it yeah. off the backboard. <laughs> Draymond Green didn't block that shot. Right. And then went like, he had like, what? It was like 17 in the first quarter. <laughs> and Something did, like that. Did not miss. 
Uh, yeah, I think he hit his first five shots. Yeah. Um, I mean, it it was crazy to me that. Well, also, I I want to say Andre Iguodala is like one of the best games I've ever seen him play. Yeah, he was great. It was really. Uh, I I was very. It, I guess you really do have to see the Warriors uh, weakened a little bit, but to 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 see this, but God, they are they're just. I mean, not that the Raptors, not that many teams don't have a tremendous amount of heart, but uh, yeah, I was I I'm just very impressed by the team. I got very emotional about Iguodala and Clay watching the game. Um, yeah, and the Raptors were awesome. Uh, Fred Van yeah, yeah. Fleet fucking ruled. Oh, that was so Siakam tight. Siakam ruled tonight. Um, uh-huh. Serge Ibaka was, was great almost the whole series. It was kind of a funny game where, like, Kawhi had, like, you know, he was, like, 7 of 12 or whatever at one point. And I uh-huh. was like, I thought he was having a bad game because, like, the rest of the Raptors just had stepped up so fucking uh-huh. hard. I um, still, like, looking at some of the Raptors box score stuff, I'm like... I don't understand how this game was, how they didn't win by more. Yeah. Um. Um. And then another thing I want to say is, uh, people are kind of giving Hubie Brown shit for voting Fred Van Vliet, uh, his Finals MVP. Uh huh. Uh, and as a fan of the opposite team, I agree with him because I was actually more scared of Fred Van Vliet shooting than Kawhi Leonard. Most of the time. Yeah, he was great. Uh, <laughs> He's also I you know what? I vote to remove all. To we should remove Derek Fisher from the history books and just replace him with Fred Van Vliet. Uh-huh. Let's never talk of let's never speak of Derek Fisher ever again. <laughs> and just it's just Fred Van Vliet from here on out because he is. Derek Fisher only better, and if he was a good person. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's great. Um, what I would also say is, why does the internet care so fucking much about things being unanimous? Like, I don't know, man. Calm down. He won. <laughs> oh, it's a unanimous Finals MVP. Like, like, at what point? When did we even learn about whether a finals MVP was a unanimous vote? Like, I feel like that's a that's something we learned for the first time in like 2013. Yeah. Um, it doesn't add to your enjoyment of it, but also it it makes uh, well, okay, there is more reviewing things than ever before in our society, and nothing has ever n- reviews have never been more bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, don't. Huey Brown rules. Yeah. But also, having listened to to a lot of his uh, just just commenting on the games, it's not like this came out of nowhere. He was very explanatory about how much he felt like Fred Van Vliet was, you know, bringing to the team and delivery. It didn't. It wasn't like a right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, things don't have to be unanimous. Grow up. Stop being a baby. <laughs> also, everybody has to agree all the time. Uh, also, if you have uh, silver hair, get a Caesar cut. Um, just, oh, yeah. <laughs> just like uh, I'm not gonna have that much hair, so I can't do it. 
But uh, if you have gray hair, definitely just spend three, walk three weeks in uh, Hubie Brown's shoes by getting the full on. Just bring in a bust of Julius Caesar to your hair, to your, uh, to wherever you get your hair cut, to great clips for hair and be like, give me this. I want the Hubie. Yeah. And then when you explain things to people, you just start every phrase with, now remember. And then they, they like, sounds even more wise. Hubie Brown fucking rules, dude. He's great. Like, he should be back on TV. It is, it is crazy to listen to it on the radio and how, um, uh, he's also very efficient. Like he doesn't talk. He he makes his points very succinctly. He says and he then, says a uh, like a really succinct point and then goes okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, his his incredibly committed use of the second person is really great too. It's always like you're 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 the point guard of this team. <laughs> you're down two points. It's always like. <laughs> it's not you don't get the second person a lot is what i'm saying um okay should we talk about something less depressing is there do we want final thoughts on this nba season before we get into next nba season which is basically what all our news is about um no i just the only thing i wish was that the game the games that were so good in in five and six not that toronto did not deserve to win but but it, I feel like we were robbed a little bit of a of a healthy Clay Thompson going to Toronto and just seeing what that game would have been like. But uh, it wasn't it wasn't unjust or anything. I just would have just he Clay was having such a good finals and such a good playoffs in general. Um, I would have I would have liked to see that. But uh, Toronto, tons of really good players and like. They're they're also kind of have that uh, 2011 Mavericks feel, even though they have like two guys who have won before. Mm-hmm. But it's just all these dudes who have been on other teams and have been around a bunch and like fallen sh- like very short before all getting a win. It's mm-hmm. cool. This is uh, like so many guys I like Siakam, Norman Powell rules. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you know this, Sean, mm-hmm. but uh, Jeremy Lin has a ring and Carmelo <laughs> Anthony does not. Ooh, uh, Mike <laughs> Antoni also doesn't have a ring, so. Oh, well, if Carmelo had let him continue playing Jeremy Lin, he probably would. He would. Um, right. our, it would have been the MVP. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about the news. Okay. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball News. For humans and robots, trust the process. All right, Sean, our top story. Um, Paul Pierce is selling CBD vapes. Wow. Um, first question. Uh-huh. I don't smoke CBD. Yes. Uh, but does it make you shit your pants? I, it must, I guess. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not as into it either but uh yeah i guess it does that's what that's what the i mean that's the truth so maybe maybe smoking these cbds made him finally admit the truth about (laughs) shooting his pants um in a related news uh sports by brooks Uh uh-huh who who knows if you can trust him um says paul pierce michelle beadle and chauncey billups are all out at nba countdown and i'm gonna say this right now 
Uh-huh. Don't fucking do it. ESPN, you <laughs> finally found a lane which was yeah. just shitting on Paul Pierce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You finally and, had something happening on that show that I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. And Paul Pierce, like, um, can't help himself. You know right. what I mean? Like, like he, he's, he, he loves the attention so much, he doesn't mind that he's the fool. <laughs> um, uh, do you have any, any things you want to say about Paul Pierce's vapes, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, does Paul Pierce make people push him around in a wheelchair when he gets too high? Uh, no. Does this... Aff- he did sit in that wheelchair in Area 21 for like two hours mm-hmm. last year. <laughs> uh, does that explain his outfits and his predictions? Uh, no. Although I do believe he got the finals right. I think he said Raptors in six. I do be- think it believes it explains that uh, him not being the rocket emoji that one time, though. Yeah. Um, these are available at ease. Does this mean Ray Allen is jumping to Cushfly? Sure. <laughs> Dude, Ray Allen definitely does not smoke weed. No, he, he does is not. The least weed smokingest NBA player, maybe in history. I mean, do you think he never smoked weed? No. What was he? Is he totally sober? I'm trying to remember. I've read his book. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. Um. But also, he always eats his meals at the exact same minute of the day. But also, I think he's one of those guys where he, you know, he's got a military dad. He hates mm-hmm. his dad. Right. Um, I just don't think. Uh, weed was ever on the table for old Ray Allen. Oh yeah, and you know what? He wasn't. Um, he wasn't that much of a high school star mm-hmm. until the very end. So it wouldn't have been like he wasn't. Yeah. In yeah, his book, right. he talks about a time he dunked on his dad. <laughs> it's the with best. With more part words book. and more reverence than hitting that shot against the Spurs for the Heat. <laughs> The first time he dunked on his dad in a pickup game. Uh huh. It is very uncomfortable, I would say. <laughs> yeah, because he's. Because Ray Allen is writing this as like a 42 year old man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's. It is. If you were. It, you know, that was. That book is Ray Allen writing it. It might be an as told to. I'm not sure. But. If he was re- if he was really being like interviewed and you told that story, that would that would provoke a lot of digging. He like, really Whoa. loves. Yeah. He he mentions it more than once in the book too. <laughs> it is very weird. Yeah. It's also kind of weird. We both read the Ray Allen book, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> I read the Ray Allen book and the George Carl book within two weeks of each other. Um, so I got I got both sides. All right, Kevin Durant. Yes. Uh. Had <laughs> had uh, surgery on his Achilles. Mm-hmm. Um, and had the he surgery posted, in New York City. He yeah. posted a picture of him covered in tubes in a hospital bed <laughs> that our friend Brendan McGowan said he should have just left the comment, I'm alive, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but instead, he left the comment, 
What's good, everybody? I wanted to update you all. I did rupture my Achilles. Surgery was today, and it was a success. All caps. Easy money. My road back starts now. I got my family and my loved ones by my side, and we truly appreciate all the messages and support people have sent our way. Like I said Monday, I'm hurting deeply, but I'm okay. Basketball is my biggest love, and I wanted to be out there that night because that's what I do. I wanted to help my teammates on our quest for the three-peat. It's just the way things go in this game, and I'm proud that I gave it all physically. Uh, that I gave it all I physically could, and I'm proud my brothers got the W. It's going to be a journey, but I'm built for this. I'm a hooper. I know my brothers can get this game six, and I will be cheering with Dub Nation while they do it. Sounds like Kevin Durant was wrong. Um, Sean. Yeah. You left out in our rundown the most the weirdest part about this story, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, you saw the, who the doctor was that did the surgery, right? I did not. Was it Trump's doctor? No, it was Martin O'Malley. The 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 presidential candidate? Uh, I don't think he is the presidential uh, <laughs> candidate. The but former he mayor of Baltimore? Yeah, he is not the mayor from The Wire, but he has the same name. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> Martin O'Malley. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, maybe he would have beaten Trump, Joey. <laughs> give him a chance. Uh, I personally think uh, he went to the wrong doctor. He should have went to Lyndon LaRoche. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Jill Stein is an actual doctor, right? <laughs> Man, if Jill Stein did his Achilles surgery, <laughs> puts in like a vegan ligament and it really doesn't work. Man, uh, did you hear the, the contract rumor? I mean, I don't even know what this means. Uh, no. The Warriors are said to uh, be willing to offer him like a five-year max and promise him that he can just leave whenever he wants so with opt-outs in every year but i don't think you can actually do that i don't i don't know how, well I, actually i, I guess I think I don't you know. can can you just make every year a player option i think that you, you just can opt yeah. into recently? well yeah then they would just give him that i guess uh, uh <laughs> i mean that that actually seems pretty fair like that seems like um are you the you're way kidding that right that sounds like a fucking nightmare well, it sounds like a nightmare. I'm just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. It's this terrible. year, every year for five years? <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, like, from a, like, workplace situation when a guy, like, almost wrecked his career as an employee for you and he has, like, other job offers, I can see, you know, like, like that being a sweetener you sure. would offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's all. No, it's not. It would not be fun to have even more... Every season, <laughs> every season, all year, they have to ask, like, they have to ask the rest of the Warriors after every game. Do you think Kevin Durant is leaving? Uh, Man, imagine the trades the Knicks would make. He um, actually, he's, uh, yeah, he has an opt out every month now. <laughs> uh, Sean, in uh -huh. non Warriors or Raptors news, yes. or Paul Pierce shitting his pants. Uh, the Grizzlies hired a new coach, and his name, huh. Taylor Jenkins, who I believe is the drummer for Third Eye Blind. 
Yeah, was it? Wasn't he in CBGB? Uh, no, that's Taylor Hawkins oh, from sorry. the Foo Fighters. Get it straight, my man. <laughs> but this is this is a baseball player ass name, Joey Taylor Jenkins. It's, like, I don't think in it's, the bullpen. I think baseball player is wrong, though. I think this is a Friday nights fucking at fi- Friday night lights ass name. <laughs> Well, yeah. Well, okay. So I thought I thought middle reliever, disappointing SEC quarterback, or singer songwriter who performs during a date. Batch. <laughs> See, I was thinking. Like, wow, uh, Taylor Jenkins is here, and he's like kind of country, but yeah. See, I was thinking it's a girl on Friday Night Lights. Oh, oh. <laughs> where it's like uh, fucking. Uh, Oh, why can't I think of the daughter's name? Julie? Oh, yeah, where it's like Julie Taylor is mad because Taylor Jenkins is hitting on Matt Saracen. Uh. (laughs) And he's just like, oh, she just made me cookies, Julie. Um, Uh. (laughs) Well, maybe you and Taylor Jenkins will be happy. um, All right, so Memphis now is a 34-year-old coach and a 30-year-old GM, and their owner Uh is 41. Yes. Uh, this is a real Bugsy Malone situation. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, there there are... People get so excited when there's a successful young head coach. Like, mm-hmm. think about the enormous boner people still have for Brad Stevens, who right. isn't even this young. Right. Um, but, like, Sean McVay, suddenly the NFL has all these coaches in their, like, early 30s. And most of the time, it doesn't really work out at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I mean, why not? Why not, Memphis? He's a – is he a Coach Bud assistant? I, he is a Bud assistant, but I had never, ever heard of him before. I've never heard of him. And <laughs> I constantly see rumors about coach hirings and stuff. <laughs> You know what I? You know what I also didn't realize how old the Cavs' new coach is, Jim so Beeline. We, yeah, he's sixty six. They hired so a have, lady today. While we're talking about coaching, oh hires. yeah, yeah. Let's 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 do that one and then circle back to TJ. Sure. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. So so the Cavs hired Cal's women's basketball coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, Woj again said it was a landmark appointment. Um. She's got a four-year contract to be an assistant coach. Um, and I guess it is a landmark because Becky Hammond was just an NBA coach. She was not like a head coach right. at a at a college or anything. Right. Um, I mean, she made the Final Four. Cal generally sucks at most sports that aren't like <laughs> rugby and water polo. Or Jeff Tedford related. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they'll like luck into somebody and then fuck it up. Uh yeah, they have like they have like defense Tedford now, so they should they should they should plant a couple Alamo Bulls, Joey. <laughs> um, but yeah, they like the the anyway, she's like she legitimately um, you know, came there in like the third year they went to the final four. Right. So um you know, it seems cool. But also in the course of learning that I found out um how old Beeline is and mm-hmm. it was Way older than I thought. It. Yeah, he's a college coach. All those guys are a hundred. Yeah, he's sixty six, <laughs> and it just seems like that seems old to be changing jobs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's like if he's changing jobs to like, well, what he wants to do something new. It's like, well, is he like painting? 
maybe or like you know, here's learning to sail here's That's what the, the cats kind of have thing. to do now though uh-huh. they have to get rid of J.R. Smith oh you my can't God. have him throwing soup at a woman mm-hmm. <laughs> well that that coaching staff now features J.B. Bickerstaff and Lindsey Gottlieb. You, look, you can have you can have him throwing soup at JB Bickerstaff. In fact, yeah. I would say JB Bickerstaff is an an incredibly soup gets thrown on coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, we didn't say her name. Her name is Lindsey Gottlieb. Lindsey Sorry Gottlieb. about that. Not, re- She's not great. related to Doug. She's cool. Yeah, definitely not related to Doug. Um yeah, I mean she Yeah, she uh Seems like she makes really good basketball yeah. programs. And cool also, hire. You know, Weirdly, yeah. all that had to happen was... um, I maybe shouldn't say what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say something about Dan Gilbert. We'll move on. Um, yeah. <laughs> what What if she, like, really gets to Colin Sexton? I think she's... I think her um, specialty is she's uh, a good... A good uh, post player coach. Mm. So well, that's weird. I mean, that maybe those were just the really good players she had at Cal initially. Um. All right. Uh. But let's get back to TJ, dude. Oh yeah. So yeah. After after a sixty six year old coach was hired, a thirty four year old coach was hired, <laughs> which is that is just old enough. A coach in his twenties, like no, thank you. It, how uh, old is Yan Sanders? He's 32, I think. Hold on. He is 30. He just turned 33. Damn, dude. So he got hired. I can't have coaches young, younger than me. This is weird. Yeah, it's, it is strange. <laughs> and with with Yan, it felt like oh, he's a midseason replacement, and I kind of liked him. I don't, I don't no, know. But Yan, gonna... it's also, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about it. It's it's cool that there's this weird mid Midwest franchise that's run like yeah. a like a general <laughs> store. <laughs> and like no one can ever really be fired unless they like really go at it, which yeah. is that's why Jimmy Butler was such a betrayal. <laughs> um uh yeah, but it 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 feels very young. Um and uh, I thought I thought they should hire Brian Shaw, <laughs> but he can't talk. To, he can't talk to millennials, which I guess isn't a problem anymore because these guys aren't millennials now, right? They are they're, millennials, and he they're can whatever learn from the next staff. is. What's the yeah? <laughs> oh, some terrible generation game. It's like Generation Y, me, whatever. <laughs> generation <laughs> climate changed. Um. All right. In our new, our new, in my new favorite internet thing in the world, Nick Van Exel <laughs> loves iced coffee. Um, there's really not that much for us to say. Uh-huh. I don't really it, want to play the clip because no. it's getting late. But Nick Van Exel has been tweeting a lot about iced coffee, and it's becoming a bit like he knows only, it's a bit, right? <laughs> he does. He does. It's only in the past week, but he'd never had iced coffee before like seven days ago <laughs> and, and now then it's it was all just he like, tweets about it's all he tweets about and people are like you should have this cold brew and other people are like no man you just started drinking coffee you can't start drinking nitro <laughs> cold brew nick 
I'm gonna be in trouble. Um, I'm just so happy to be reminded of Nick Van Exel. Yeah, he rules, dude. One of the like the true greats, former but warrior Nick Van Exel. If he'd been drinking caffeine earlier, if he'd been drinking coffee earlier, he would have taken his free throws much further. No, he, <laughs> he wouldn't have been chill enough. He wouldn't have been chill enough. I thought you were going to say he was going to be like more quick or whatever. And I was like, oh, no. no, I think he would die like Delhi did. <laughs> Remember when Delhi was drinking tons of coffee in the finals uh-huh. and almost died? <laughs> oh, that's right. He was in the hospital. Because he was that... drinking cups of coffee before games to guard uh-huh. Steph Curry, and then at halftime, drinking hot cups of coffee <laughs> like it's the fucking sixties. Like he's like Tommy Heinsohn did it. I'm gonna do it too. There's no other way to get caffeine. <laughs> that is such a great weird story. Also, another instance of one of LeBron's teammates kind of being mysteriously hospitalized. Can you Imagine drinking hot coffee in halftime of a basketball game. Jesus Christ. Like, (laughs) I wouldn't even want to drink, like, lukewarm tap water. (laughs) Yeah, I used to hate. Yeah, just like, the Gatorade's not cold enough. I used to fucking hate squeezing the bottle of water into my mouth, and it was, like, room temp. Right, right. when (laughs) When I was, like, a kid playing soccer. Right. Um... Be like, oh, this sucks. Why isn't this cold? Yeah. Um, and then be like, oh, I got to blow on it. It's too hot. Uh, I actually burned my tongue, LeBron. All right. Let's talk about Anthony Davis. We've waited too long. Okay, this yeah, trade yeah. is probably going to happen by the time you're listening to this podcast, yeah. I bet. Um, mm. He's going to the Lakers. It seems the deal to, seems yeah. done. Right? I mean, the rumors just... are that now. The Pelicans have been calling around offering the fourth pick, which would assume that the Lakers side of the deal is done. Yeah, but I mean, so the rumor is that they're including Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball and the four. Well, right? no. And Kyle Kuzma. And Kyle, but Kyle Kuzma's the he, sticking. Kyle Kuzma was out of it until mid-afternoon today. Was oh, out of the that, deal until so the, Pel- the Pelicans have been hold, but 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 the other guys are definitely on the table, and they were like holding out. Well, for no, help. and then yeah, and then Lonzo and the f- four, they're trying to move somewhere else. Yeah, that all seems. I can understand not liking anyone else in this draft after number two, so that makes sense to me. I just think if you're gonna trade the fourth pick, mm-hmm. and you're gonna. Rebuild around Zion, ostensibly, right? Zion right. and Brandon Ingram, I guess. Wouldn't you package the fourth pick with Drew Holiday and try and get something really good? Uh, yeah, I think it's just like harder to do. I guess. I mean, it's just there's no Drew rumors at all, right? But I think I think the reason for that is that. It, the timing is just weird, given that he has a big contract that has like three years left on it. But like, Maybe? okay, if you were the Nuggets, uh huh, wouldn't you trade like Gary Harris and uh, Michael Porter Jr. for Drew Holiday? Yeah, absolutely. Like that would that maybe makes you the finals team in the West. Yeah, uh, Drew Holiday is awesome, and he would be a good fit there. Um, I guess the no, I I mean I don't I don't think it's a bad idea to trade Drew Holiday. I just think they um, 
I don't know. It's it's easier to trade the draft pick. You know, mm-hmm. I think I think it's just I think trading Drew Holiday would be pretty complicated, and they're already making a complicated trade right now. I do. I I don't. I wouldn't like rule out him getting. I mean, I don't know how much the proximity of the draft is. I guess you need to get it done in a week. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess you start looking at it now. Um, I mean, I don't. It's so. I, I have no idea what they would want because they're essentially just starting completely fresh with Zion Williamson. Right. And they I want have... someone to take Solomon Hill's deal, I assume. That's uh-huh. the only other bad contract they have on their books now, right? Right. And then and then the rest of the team is like people who are expiring and like second rounders and guys they kind of like who have mostly been hurt. Like, I'm sure they're fine with Frank Jackson or whatever. Mm-hmm. But also, there's a new guy in charge, so no one has any job security anymore in terms of like players in the organization. I think Alvin Gentry probably does. Uh, oh, hopefully. I think, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I think, I think probably what David Griffin is, is maybe gonna, if I were him, I think my thought would be, I want Zion to get to play with some good players and maybe mm-hmm. we'll trade Drew holiday in a year. Mm-hmm. But, but then Drew Holland, then like Zion has a guy who can play defense and like get him the ball and, you know, shoulder the load. Um, I mean, I don't know if they're, you know, trying to make an immediate splash and be a playoff team or slowly rebuild. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And maybe and I also I also wonder if um, they have the number four pick you know, of the guys that are going to go in the top seven, two of them have already played with Zion Williamson and like not meshed all that well. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that, that also kind of throws it down. Uh, yeah. And then we should talk about this rich Paul article too, while we're oh, talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. AD. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was on rich Paul. Uh, and I read that article and I was like, damn, rich Paul sounds like a good agent. Who's tight as hell. Uh, and the best part about it was he specifically said Boston sucks. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my main takeaway was, first of all, it was kind of like. Well, I had I had kind of known about Rich Paul's background, but not in such detail. Mm-hmm. But I had also I had also thought that the fact that he won LeBron's respect in the manner that he did was mm-hmm. like, clearly, this guy is a smart guy. But yeah, he got pummeled for the Anthony Davis thing, but it's kind of like I do feel like he he's not he's not a bad agent. I think I think what I find sort of bothersome is uh the fact that a player can run a sports agency. Yes. <laughs> An um, act player could run a sports sure. agency. Sure. But I don't really I don't think Chris Paul I don't think Rich Paul is incompetent at all. He seems like he gets players well and this specifically it seems like he's doing actually what his player wants and that that player yeah. is not lebron james um he's doing right by anthony davis here and catching a lot of shit for it it feels yes. like yes i i think i agree with that too and that's why this week it just seems like it's clarified that first of all they cut the the clippers and bucks from the four team destination list and it was just lakers and knicks just sounds like he just wants to go to the Lakers. Like at this point, yeah. you know, train him to the Lakers. I understand 
how they they felt like they were getting uh, bullied last time. Maybe the the timing of the trade request might not have worked out as well. But also the Lakers were kind of incompetent too. Mm-hmm. You know? Definitely, uh, it actually seems like if you're really going to point fingers there, I uh, think I think Magic Johnson might not have been doing a great job in that particular. Well, I also don't ethical. think Rob Palenka is still not doing a great job personally. There, yeah, all of the people I would just say and. With Del Demps, uh, Rich Paul has the best track record of any of those people. Yes. <laughs> um, so, all right. Uh, anything yeah. else you want to say about uh, Anthony Davis, Sean? Uh, any quotes I, oh, you want to read? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this, this is hilarious. Like in New York, Davis would serve as the face of the Knicks and be the player version of a North Star, being the centerpiece of attracting other talent to Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. The player version of a North Star. Yeah. Uh-huh. That that says to me he's not going to the Knicks. No, no, I don't think so either. Um, yeah, but oh man, Kyrie opted out at almost the exact same time. Anthony Rich Paul was like, "Fuck you, Boston," and then they lost Game Seven of the Stanley Cup. And I don't want to. I know it hurts to lose a. Well, champion. you know what the best part right about now. that was, though. Oh yes. Oh, oh I'm so glad. <laughs> this. Uh, Jason Tatum, Boston's favorite boy. His favorite son, the untradeable Jason Tatum. Yes. What did he tweet last night when the when the uh, or two nights ago now I guess when the St. Louis Blues won the NBA Finals? Sean. He tweeted. I want to. I want to make sure it's exactly right. Saint all caps. St. Louis forever. Three exclamation points. <laughs> uh, he actually was quote tweeting Bradley Beal tweeting Stanley Cup champs at St. Louis Blues hashtag STL forever. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Real. The only uh, people who could feel worse than the Boston Celtics this week <laughs> are fans of the team who uh, had two of their best players tear an ACL and rupture an Achilles in a week. All right. Um <laughs> Consecutive games. I still don't think it's ever happened before. Um. All right. Uh. Just wanted to take this time out right now to say rest in peace to the starters, the NBA, the formerly have known the basketball Jones, the Tas Tas Mellis, J E Skeets, Lee oh, Ellis, yeah. uh, Trey Kirby. Uh, they rule. I love those guys. Listening to the basketball Jones was the first basketball podcast I ever listened to. Um, and those guys are really funny and fun and great. Yeah, they're um, all like thoroughly enjoyable. And uh, come I on our show now that you have really enjoy them. Yeah, now that you now that you've got some free time too. I used I used to be a fan of the um, Jay Skeets' pre basketball writing, even when he I assume it was like a Tumblr or something. He had, he had, had a, a Tumblr where he shared he shared like uh, fancy pictures of women and talked about running all the time. <laughs> Um, are you talking about that Tumblr? <laughs> well, I, I'm trying to remember what side it is. He wrote a, uh, he had a re- recurring bit that was a, uh, the secret diary of uh, DJ Tanner. It's funny. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of jokes. Funny guy. Uh, so yeah, uh, 21 pun gun salute for them. 
this one gun tab. Yeah. All right, Sean. 15 seconds on the clock. You're going to test out your pun gun. Okay. Trey All Kirby. Right. He wears a, he wears a gray derby. Uh He's not a gay pervy. Uh, hey, Sean, I got one for you, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, what does Chandler from Friends say? Kirby? Any more, Trey? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, I have to... You need to Kirby your enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Because he's, uh... Trey chic. All right, time's up. Good All job, right, Sean. That wasn't great. We are that much, we are much, much worse. That's why they do the pun gun. Look, look I gotta and get we... out to the the pun gun range. That's what that means. Uh, all right, it's okay, Sean. We don't really do puns on this show, but we do do is uh, let you tell as many Tony Parker related jokes as you want because he retired this month. Yeah. All right, he, uh, uh, Sean. Why did he announce his retirement during the NBA Finals, Joey? he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> he's a real piece of shit. He's trying to steal... Tony Parker joke gun. Dab. Yeah. Ten okay, seconds on the clock, Sean. As many Tony Parker jokes as you want. Uh, go. Uh, he can't steal Kawhi Leonard's girlfriend, so he's trying to steal his thunder instead. Uh, Danny Green missed all his outside shots at Game 5. Clearly terrified that Tony Parker was going to fuck his wife. Uh, Tony Parker once tore his quad tendon, but he was back to fucking your wife uh, just six months later. Um, he's gonna... He probably stinks because he's French. <laughs> Alright, good job. You didn't even mention that he got blinded throwing bottles at when oh, Drake and Chris, Chris Brown oh, were throwing bottles to... at each other. <laughs> God, does that seem like the worst night ever? <laughs> Tony Parker, Drake, and Chris Brown <laughs> partying together and then fighting and throwing champagne bottles at each other? Like, Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, that's our show, Sean. That's the show. Um, Patreon listeners will have something for you on Saturday, even though we're our, the final screwed up our release schedule. And then we'll be back. Uh, I'm going to say... Unless crazy stuff happens this offseason, yeah. we're going down to one free episode a week and one Patreon episode a week, right? We'll have, I think we'll, yeah, we'll have some Intermittently, yeah, yeah, but. Like, when stuff is happening, it's different, but yeah, it will not necessarily be, there's just not going to be, um, I, I don't know what our shows are going to be about on, we'll like, July We'll do some free 20th. agency shit and stuff. And more importantly, July 8th mm -hmm. at 9 p.m., the round ball, what the, I should do this at the front of the show, but oh, whatever. Yeah. The the round ball, what the fucker meetup at the Tillman Fertitta billion dollar buyer slot machines at the Golden Nugget in Las Vegas. Um, all right, Sean, what would you like to plug? Um, I'll plug an extended thing. Second weekend of August, I'll be at Rooster Tea Feathers in uh, Sunnyvale, California. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, I have a thing about players, computers love and computers hate. I'm going to have a thing about the finals. Uh, oh, you'll be able to read it at the end of the day on Yard Barker. And then uh, next week, I have a bunch of draft and free agency stuff. Okay. Uh, and then as for me, 
you can always follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, where on June 12th, I tweeted, just made a new AOL email account. <laughs> Sean. That's the whole thing. <laughs> did you write a song? And is it about, uh, is it about how uh, Grantland Jr. had Jordan Peterson on one of their podcasts? Oh my God! <laughs> Were they Jordan Peterson? No, they had uh, they ben had Ben Shapiro. Shapiro. But I heard Milo's going to be on binge mode. Oh, that's good. Well, um, <laughs> look, he he loves the Harry Potter series. No, it's it's going to be it's fuck. it's actually um, the new season of binge mode is going to be a. Uh, it's actually um, it's binge mode. The Fountainhead. Oh, well, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Well, I I heard that they're thinking about binge mode mind comp as well. <laughs> once once they get their guest list goes this way, they should look. <laughs> they should just straight up full pivot and binge mode all of those uh, killing blank books by Bill oh, O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> That would be so funny. <laughs> I would love to have Mallory Rubin get really excited explaining about John Wilkes Booth's brother. <laughs> but did you write a song? I did. I did. What's uh, it about? It was about Game 6. I, I wrote it before it started. Oh, so it's it, not a sad one? <laughs> it's, uh, well, it. I mean, it's... it's it's sad in that it might remind you of Wyland, but no, it's it's um, it's called Game Six type thing, and oh, it's a Stone Temple Pilots song about Oracle Arena. Uh, oh, speaking of Oracle, you know it's very fitting actually. Um, uh, that they they lost a big game there. No, I mean whatever. Uh, I mean it is a little bit fitting that uh, a c- incredibly undermanned team with like two and a half good players. Uh, Made it really close and exciting, but still lost in the end. Um, sure, that's sort of fitting. But no, uh, the fact that it ends with something totally insane happening, that a GM pushed a cop there. Oh, right. Yeah, like that. <laughs> that's the kind of shit that right only in happens in Oracle. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Chris Mills following a team bus to an air- to the airport. That uh-huh. happened at Oracle Arena. Uh, he-, he definitely had a gun, right? <laughs> uh, oh, for sure. Okay, anyway... Um, Trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Let's never go to Chase Center ever in our entire lives. Ooh. We love Oakland. I am a man. I'm waiting for the last game at Oracle. You think it's going to be historical? You know that question was rhetorical. Rhetorical. I fear, I fear, I fear the billionaires will get the just desserts. Wearing t-shirts over a crispy shirt. The front row looks like 20 William Hurts. William Hurts. I know who the real fans are upstairs. I know who the Union City cares. They never cheer Achilles tears. They know what pay you do do
I know the new arena's a cash grab. They better save a seat to Mr. Fab. You can put it on your Lakeups tab. Lakeups tab. I know Rick Barry has no soul. I know the dirt punched a big roll. I saw the threes from a new fold. Won't be the same in Frisco, Frisco. We believe, 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 believe. We believe, 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 believe. I am a man, I'm hoping for some offense like when TMC. Offensive like shirtless by Don Levy. Don Nelson's running a dispensary. Dispensary. I know the dubs upset the maps. I know they gotta win both halves. I hope that no one strains their caps. They'll boo you in Toronto. I know that it's a great time now. I know the fans will scream and shout. Did you know Maury's cheeks has gout? It hurts his toes, his toes, his toes. Hey everybody, this is the ghost of Scott Weiland, and I'm just glad the boys at Round Ball Rock can turn this troubling anthem about stocking into a good-hearted song about Oracle Arena. We once played there with Velvet Revolver, and Slash bought a bunch of bootleg t-shirts on the BART pedestrian ramp. Should he have been taking public transportation? Well, what was he supposed to do when he woke up at El Cerrito del Norte 30 minutes before showtime? By the way, the original Splash Brothers were Robert and Dean DeLeo because they used to piss out of the windows of their hotel room together. Also, check out the soundtrack to The Crow, now streaming on Spotify. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.